Hey there, my name is Vosh. I live stream on YouTube and Twitch, and sometimes I even upload the good bits. This is Previously Live. Where are you getting your information from, God? Who am I supposed to trust and what affects the US military more? You or the Pentagon? Do you think the Pentagon is full of woke gender studies professors? Yes, the, all of our generals are woke. Yeah, they are woke, Vash. All right, hello. Howdy. Hi there, Vash. How you doing? I'm doing wonderful. How are you doing? Doing good. Okay, good so you said you're a radical centrist, but you're also you also uh think what was it? Transgenderism is delusional cope. So it seems like oh, you're not a centrist oh, yeah. on the trans issue. Oh, it's cope. Oh, definitely. Okay. All right, hit me up. Give me them give me the good good arguments. Oh, well, you know. Where to start? Where to start? First thing I want to say is that guy before, you know, hey, he, he tried, you know, it was a bit cringe, but you know, he tried. I thought he was well-meaning and seemed like he was open to my arguments and I appreciate yeah. that. I mean, sure, but I mean, that's not good for a debate. You know what I mean? He doesn't really know where he stands and such, you know what I mean? Well, it gives me uh, a little bit of hope in humanity to have conversations like that and leave them feeling like maybe people have the potential to change their minds. Hmm. Well, you won't be getting that from me, Vosh. Yeah, I'm but... getting that feeling already. <laughs> oh, well, you know. First thing I want to say is, you know, I've heard a lot about you, you know. not Can't really say I'm a fan, you know, but I've heard about you. You're, you're an important person, so I figured, hey, I'd reach out and, you know, let, you know, figure I'd engage, you know. Let's jump into this fire, shall we? Yeah, um, absolutely. Well, let's see. I mean, yeah, I think trans, being trans is kind of delusional, Bosh. I think uh, you're, born, you're born in the body that you were born in, mm -hmm. and you're really just slapping God right in the face, like right in there, slapping God and being like, hey, you know, God, you know, you didn't put me in the right body, you know, so I'm going to, you know, do some weird shit. You know, I'm going to mess up my junk down there, and I'm going to pretend that, you know, I'm, I'm this other gender. And well, you know, as a person who wears glasses, I gotta say I'm pretty okay with the idea of spiting the body <laughs> God gave me. Pretty sure I would have been hit by a car by now if it weren't for well, modifications God, God, to mine. God provided, you know, the means of, you know, creating glasses and such. You know, I mean, that's a natural forming thing. You know, it's not exactly naturally forming to, you know, become transgender. I mean, that doesn't, you know, occur in nature. You know, well, I mean, name a trans well, well, hold on. Glasses, glasses don't occur in nature either. We made yeah, glasses and we made uh, bottom surgery and such. I mean, in both cases, humans sure. use their ingenuity to alter the bodies that we were uh, born with. I mean, sure. I mean, if you want to go there, I mean, I don't really think so. I mean, you know, <clears throat> I think God gives us the means, you know, to shape the world to some extent you know but at some point you're going a bit too far you you're overreaching you know well, i guess so, we just have to decide what too far is because there's well, plenty of stuff humans do i mean humans we can put fake hearts in people we can replace hearts uh we have cut the nerve wiring between the two halves of the brain as seizure treatment you know 
we've broken mm-hmm. bones and reset them in order to fix problems with the body. It's it. It seems like, if anything, you know, we are both sculptor and sculpture. We are remaking ourselves to whatever end we want. So if a person wants to take estrogen and get some big old titties, then I guess, I mean, that seems like on the lighter side compared to a lot of the stuff people do. Well, now you're appealing, appealing to my sensibilities on that, Vosh, because I love me some big titties. But, you know, I think, uh, I, don't, I just see, I, you know, I see certain sciences like legitimate, like, hey, this is where we should be going. But, you know, I really don't see transgender surgery as where we should be going because, like, you know, where... How do I put it? Hmm, hmm, hmm. I mean, do you really think that transgender surgery is like a science? Because I, I see it as like some, some kooky stuff. Because, you know, if you, if you see how the sausage is made, quote unquote, you know, it, it ain't pretty. It ain't exactly, you know. Buddy, if that <laughs> is not science, then I don't know what is. That is not. That, look, if on, on a spectrum of the height of scientific achievement and monkeys with typewriters, that's got to be as close to scientific achievement as we've gotten in a long time. You've seen you that really procedure? So. That is not some random occultist pagan smashing rocks against each other <laughs> shit. That is some proper scientific theory. Uh, I don't know about that, Bob. It is. It's a complicated and highly delicate <clears throat> procedure. To what extent? I mean, look, I mean, you're messing around with hormones and such, hormones, and you're doing some weird sculpting down there. Sorry about my cat. I can't control my cat. She's going to meow. Don't worry. No one can control their cats. That's okay. Well, <laughs> we, we've been prescribing people hormones for reasons various for about as long a time as we've understood what hormones are. And surgeries right. go back thousands of years. I just, like, to me, if, if, you're, if, you're, if your issue with trans surgery is, like, intuitive, if you just find it weird, I mean, I don't really have an argument against that. It's impressive I mean, stuff. Would you say it's 100% a gender swap? Well, I think it's a gender swap. I don't think you're changing the sex of a trans person. Yeah, so it's not a gender reassignment. I mean, if you want to go with gender, difference between gender and sex, I mean, I don't want to make that argument. <clears throat> I don't want to go there. I don't I mean, think it's can't... either. I don't think it's a okay. gender or a sex reassignment surgery. So you're saying that with the gender reassignment surgery that a man, that a man can become pregnant and carry a child? Um, no, I don't think that's no. the goal. Right, no. So it's gender reassignment surgery isn't really going all the way, is it, Vosh? Well, I know cis women who can't get pregnant. My mom can't get pregnant. I've heard that argument, and it's just, okay, sure, there's always an exception to the rule. Is it chosen nature, you know? But hey, it's like, name one man, one biological man who can get pregnant. Well, it's like, yes, sure, some women can't get pregnant, but most women can get pregnant, sure. and only women can get pregnant. Sure, name, name one uh, postmenopausal woman who can get pregnant. That, okay, sure, but that was, you know, she had her time, you know, she had her time to get pregnant. Well, I wait, mean, sure. well, hold on, wait, you can't name a single, every woman eventually becomes postmenopausal. I mean, Unless okay. they die before then, it seems like the range <laughs> of available fertility in a woman is very contextual and you, at best you, temporary. You said it, Bosh. You said it. Fertility. Are men fertile? I I am extremely fertile. Well, what do you mean? Like, with the whole... semen, fertile with semen. Are you fertile? Do you have a womb? I don't have a womb. Are people oh, who have undergone have are people okay. who have undergone menopause fertile? No. They're not. <laughs> well, 
Okay. So it seems okay. like there are some types of women who can't get pregnant. And it seems no, see, like every, every woman who goes through menopause can't get pregnant after menopause. Uh -huh. So that's just, that's just women. That's just biology. So wait, does, does a woman, so wait, hold on. Does a woman need to be able to get pregnant in order to be a real woman? No. But okay. Only real, then only why are we talking about this? Can, only real women can get pregnant. That's the issue, Bosh. Well, wait. The, yeah, but wait. That's if if there are women who can't get pregnant and they're still real women, then that's what I'm saying. Trans women are a type of woman who can't get pregnant. Like postmenopausal <laughs> women, there are women who are born with barren wombs, like they can never get pregnant. Uh, okay. There are women who are born with chromosomal difficulties. It's not a fake womb. It Wait. is still a. It is still a, a trans, womb. Trans women don't have fake wombs. They just oh, have yeah. like a stomach. Yeah, they got some weird constructed womb stuff going on. It's it's. Wait, it's no, they they don't build a womb in there. That's that now that would be okay, real well, science. I mean, you know. I mean, sure. We'll get I around mean, to I'm... it. Hey, we will get around to it, okay? There's actually a lot of research done on the conditions that zygotes and fetuses need to intubate, and I think that this is something humans could eventually work on transplanting. It's possible that within a couple decades, you'll be seeing trans women getting pregnant, though well, they'd that, have to have the eggs provided by another. It, you know, it's, it's well, science. that's theory. I mean, that hasn't been proven. I mean, yeah, you can believe that if you want. I mean, that's, some, that's a big assumption. Would that uh, make them real women to you if you could like, do the whole like womb construction thing? Yes. It would if 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 an alien UFO came down and and you know beamed up somebody and with advanced alien technology they could do a one hundred percent gender swap where a man becomes a woman he can get pregnant all the good stuff has periods all that good stuff then I would be all for it Vosh I really would be if there was a one hundred percent concrete gender swap then yeah. I'd be all for it, well, but that's not the world we live in. Well, that it's would be um, that would just be sex, wouldn't it? Those changes, I mean. What's the difference between Gosh. gender and sex? Yeah, sure. Well, well, yeah. What's the difference? Well, sex. I is, mean, what's your okay? Sex yeah, re refers to humans' positions on a sort of uh, a bimodal um, biological distribution of characteristics. Obviously, I've got a dick. Or I guess maybe that's not obvious. You can't really tell. My camera cuts off at my waist, but I do. Well, well your voice people. is deep, so you have testes. So oh, there you go. Hold on. Trust me. I've met trans men who have voices that would kick mine out of the fucking water. There's something <laughs> there about... No, testosterone lowers your voice. It does. You take testosterone. That shit will put you right through the baritone. Anyway, um, so you've got okay. all that. And then gender is the sort of um, social expectations, roles, and behaviors that we tend to correlate with sex, that we associate with it. I mean, is that how it is in nature with animals and such? I mean, I mean, I think, I think it's just you're splitting hairs when well, you talk about sex well, and gender. Well, I really okay. do. Why, do. why do men tend to wear suits at formal events and um, women tend to wear dresses? That's some social construct stuff. I mean, I don't really care about that. Well, I that's, mean, well, that's what I mean. Yeah, exactly. There's no biological reason. If we wanted to, we could design smaller suits for women and like bigger dresses for men. Um, but we just kind of arbitrarily decided that like dresses are a girl thing and 
suits are a boy thing. And that's what I would call gender. It's a set of arbitrary social designations associated with sex. But there could have been another world where the thing was reversed and there would have been nothing intrinsically different about that world. I mean, there's fashion, Bosh. I mean, there's like, I mean, there's more the gender of it. It's okay, sure. Um, yeah, so like to me, that would be that's why I say that like bottom surgery isn't sex or gender reassignment. I don't think surgery reassigns your gender. I think gender is based on your identity, and I don't think you can change sex no matter what, at least not yet. Uh, so it's not so, so, so much we sex agree reassignment. On that. We'll, we'll go that far and say we agree on that. That sets cannot be changed as of right now, correct? Well, yeah, that's why trans people talk about their gender identity. Because okay. trans people well, you, know that well, they're not physically gender the identity is a delusion, Vosh. That, that, that's your head cannon. That, that's, your, that's your inside your mind. That's what, you know, that's, but it's delusional because you're ignoring your sets. Well, you, you, your gender identity is ignoring the sets you were born in. But why so can't you acknowledge both? No. <laughs> well, can't, what if you were, let's say you were a trans woman, okay? So you wear dresses and have painted nails. I'm just going to list off some stereotypical feminine things. And you have the yeah. long hair and you talk like this and so on and so forth. You know, <clears throat> But your whole life you live as a woman. But you, you know that biologically, you know, you're, you're XY and that biologically you're not the same as cis women. That's not a delusional life at all. That's a completely honest and earnest life. A person who... Yeah was born a certain way and chooses to live their lives like a Chad or a Stacy, I guess, in this case, um, doing whatever they want. I mean, it's still contrary to nature. What's, what does I mean, nature got to do with gender? Because it's what you, nature is your sets. So, you know, your, your gender identity, quote unquote, is contrary to your sets. If you, if, you believe that you're not the sets you were born in. Well, that's what trans people are. People who identify with one gender uh, that isn't correlated to the sex they were born in. But that's yeah, but a viable wrong. option. Yeah, but I mean, it's like, yeah, but they, they a lot of what the, those ident identifiers are social constructs. And just, that's just people putting stuff into their heads. It, it's, it's the sure. nature versus nurture thing. It's like, what are you nurtured to believe that you are? And that gets into the whole trans kids thing. It's like if you're pushed as a kid to believe that you're a girl when you're actually a boy, I mean, you've got everybody around you saying, yeah, you're a girl, you're a girl, believe who's you're a girl, that? believe you're a girl. What's that? Dude? Who's pushing that? Uh, what do you mean who's pushing that? We've all seen the stories. We've all seen the stories of the, the kid getting pushed, the drag kids. I'll admit, I have yeah. never, I literally, like in all the conservative media that I've seen, <clears throat> it's usually conservatives saying parents are pushing children to be trans, but there's never any evidence of that. They just kind of fear monger about it. What do you mean there's no evidence? We've got Usually it's just kids are told videos. that being trans is an option, which is true. So I think that's fair. But it's, I don't. <laughs> I don't think it's like, if anything, you're the one actually doing that. Because if you were parent to a trans kid, you would be pushing them, you know. You're a boy, you a you're a boy, kid. you're a boy. This, this is the basis of trans kids. There are no trans kids, Vosh. Why are there no there's trans no kids? Because the, they're not. Kids don't know what they are. Are there, wait, it's, are there, wait, are there five-year-old boys? Yeah. Because wait. they have little little five year old boy bits, Bosh. Wait, wait yeah. hold on. Wait, is that is that how they know? Like, if you at wait, hold on. Just 
if you were like a five-year-old, okay, and you talk with them about like being a boy, is that the beginning and end of that conversation? Like their genitalia? Well, one, you wouldn't even really talk about it because it'd be weird to talk to a little five-year-old kid about his dick. Parents, but... well, I, yeah, I'd say so. But parents talk to their kids <laughs> about their gender when they're like six months old, you know? Gender socialization mm -hmm. starts really early. So what if you have um, a, a person, a, a, you would call them a boy, you know, like, who's like six or seven, and they mm -hmm. seem to identify really strongly with the appearance and behavior of women they see rather than men, you know? Well, here's the thing. Kids, in a sense, <clears throat> I mean, you could say like the whole like all, I mean, if you like, I'm saying no kids are trans. But I could also be saying that all kids are trans because kids haven't reached puberty yet in that sense. They don't have that sexual energy inside of them until they hit puberty. Well, we're not talking about sexual attraction here at all. We're just talking about gender identity, and that stuff starts really early. Well, yeah, it is because, like, yeah, gen gender... You got me tripped up there a little bit. Um... No, is is gender? Uh, I have something I was gonna say, but I don't freaking forgot it. Um, because there are like we know from from you know, researching this that there are trans people who started to realize this back when they were really really young, like definitely let me, let me ask, Okay, boss, let me ask this: What is the point of sex? Of the act or the 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 biological distinction? Well, that there it is, Vosh. The, the act and the biological, biological distinction go hand in hand. That's you, the thing. You mean reproduction? Yeah, reproduction, Bosch. Yeah. Okay. What does that have to do with a five-year-old boy looking at women and feeling like they identify more with that? <clears throat> because, um, shit. Sorry, what's that? <laughs> I'm having a brain fart here, Vosh. Don't don't take it as like, oh, oh, you got me. That's a bit slam. I'm just no, no. It's fine. I just want I want to know because this is a thing that trans women have described happening when they were young. Like they'll be a like a little boy, and they'll they'll see a woman and they'll think, you know, th they'll kind of wish they were that. You know that there are aphorisms and. Uh, characteristics and stuff that they feel are more feminine but apply to them. Like, what would you say to a person like that? That person's going to grow older and believe more and more strongly over time that they should have been born a woman, that life would have been better for them, they would have been better in that role, you know? If a person so, is like so, that... So it's just some grand, grand cosmic mistake that your little kid was born in the wrong body. I was born with shitty eyesight. Why can't people be born uncomfortable with some characteristics of their social and physical, yeah, you know? Because it's a denial of who you are. Is it a denial of my poor eyesight and misshapen corneas that I wear glasses? You keep, you keep talking about your eyesight. Like, you can't correlate eyesight and gender. It's like two very different things. Well, no, I mean, well, you, well, you keep mixing up sex and gender, so I'm talking about sex when I say this. <laughs> I was born with bad eyes, and I wear something that helps me with them. But this isn't me like being dishonest about my bad eyesight. If there are like trans women well, who want to wear live... another gender, I mean, you don't wear another sets, Bosh. I mean, you kind of you don't you're not melding your glasses to your to your eyes. 
Okay. You can get LASIK surgery, which I could get easily if I wanted to now that I'm old enough. You know what? There's a point to you, Vosh. I mean, if you want to make, if you want to make that argument, sure. I just haven't because I'm scared of lasers in my eyeballs, but yeah, could. Mm. Um, but, but again, like, what would you, what would you do with this, with this little boy, you know, who over time, nine, 10 years old, they think like they identify more with the role of women. I would reaffirm the, the, the sets or gender, whatever you want to call it, that he was born in. What is that? Because mean? chances are he's going to grow up and he's going to want to be whole as he was born in the body that he was born in. Because there's a lot, I mean, what, what, what happens when it goes wrong, Vosh? Well, wait, what happens when you, when you have a little we're, kid? We're not talking about surgery or anything like that. I'm just talking about like socially. So just because I've talked to a fair number of trans women, okay? The like <coughs> desperate effort to reaffirm their masculinity usually only makes them feel worse. I mean, what's it all wrong with being born a boy wanting to be a woman like what like what's wrong with wanting those roles so they can look like a woman thanks to modern medical technology and they can be treated like a woman thanks to modern social development so well, they can so you're, you're implying that once again that oh the modern technology and science and such can actually make you a woman and and that's my stance is that no you can't the science is not there yet okay they can, they can well, i said they can look like a woman which is true there are trans women who are visually yeah, indistinguishable be a woman i well, uh, but i don't but you and i don't agree on what it is to be a woman what i'm saying is they want to live a certain life that will make them happier and we have the ability to let them live that better life Okay, but what what happens when it goes wrong? What happens when you have a little kid and everybody around him, you know, did not, you know, give, puts all this stuff in his hands like, oh yeah, you can be a girl, and then they put him on hormone blockers and all this stuff, and then he grows up and he turns out, hey, I actually wanted to be a boy. I didn't know what I wanted when I was five years old because five years old, five. Five-year-old kids don't know anything about anything. It's up to the adults well, usually, to lead them usually, and guide them throughout their life. Usually hormone blockers are only prescribed after consultation with a pediatric psychiatrist, usually okay. around 9, 10, or 11. But also, and, and those pediatric psychiatrists are all woke and corrupt. Well, I mean, you can, you can say, I mean, you, so now you're coping. Like, you can say that if you want, but usually these trials last months or years. Like, you can, you can say, oh, well, that doesn't count because actually they're all in a conspiracy to you make as many kids trans as possible. Question. Well, wait, I, well, I wasn't done. So first of all, like, there is a lot of um, medical gatekeeping that goes into this, legitimate medical gatekeeping, because you don't want kids just randomly starting to take, like, puberty blockers. But also, puberty blockers are completely reversible. If it turns out that kid changes their mind or whatever, then they can just stop taking it, and they just have a slightly delayed puberty. Yeah, but their development is all messed up afterwards. You say it's reversible. It's not reversible. I mean, it's, it's permanent. Yeah, it is. I mean, you're, you're not developing as you were naturally. You just have a late puberty. I mean, there are p cis people a who late have a late puberty. puberty. Is really is can really fuck you up, Vosh. No, it, wait. What, what kid wants to have a late puberty? There's there's studies on this. Um, after you <laughs> end up getting off hormone blockers, the most you deal with usually, uh, if you um if you decide not to go through and transition, uh, is you might be very slightly shorter. Um, and sometimes on edge cases there Who are issues with. Well, hold on, wait, wait, hold on, wait, hold on. 
you're only looking at the downsides, not the upsides. Um, yes. And sometimes there it's are small survival mechanisms. And of course some... I'm looking at the downsides. Well, you have because... to understand the upsides too for that to be a fair equation. <laughs> and... I don't really see the upsides, well, but okay. Let, well, Go okay. Ahead. Go so ahead. let's get to it. So from the data that I've seen, the overwhelming majority of people who go on hormone blockers end up taking full-on medical transition afterwards, meaning that after years of having the yeah, time to decide... Yeah, that's called a sunk cost fallacy. Yeah, you're, you're already... No, in wait, wait, you so, might as well commit to it. Hold on. So what you're engaging in right now is actually itself fallacious behavior and also cope, by the way. So when, <laughs> when you coping, when you I'm, engage I'm in reality, you're when, coping. You're, when you're you the engage one in, coping on. with reality. But when okay. You, when you engage in like rigorous medical study on stuff like this, <laughs> you're trying to account for whatever characteristics <laughs> might Okay, wait, hold on. It's, I'm sorry that I'm it's been a you, it's been a fun it's been a fun conversation. It's just it's funny. Bro. We're doing funny. we're doing good, but like the cope laughing where you've like backed off every point and now you're faking a laugh <laughs> to avoid letting me talk. Like, I'm not you need faking to... a laugh. I am actually laughing at you, Vosh. Okay. I am actually laughing right, at you. So, okay, you can have your Joker moment, but just listen, okay? The okay. overwhelming majority, I mean like ninety-five percent of people who spend time on hormone blockers end up going through with it to take hormones. Now, again, knowing that after uh, that hormone blockers are completely reversible and you can over you can over you can overstate the harm of them as much as you want, but they've been used since the 1980s and they're proven to be safe. So they are reversible and that's why we use them. We wouldn't use them if they led to some permanent life altering course. The point is to buy kids time decide whether or not their feelings are errant or sincere. And if they turn out to be sincere, which is the case overwhelmingly, about 19 out of 20 times, they go ahead and they take, you know, feminizing or masculine, masculinizing hormones. So it seems like uh, this is something that people actually really benefit from. You have psychiatric professionals who make sure that only kids who are really likely to be actually trans go on hormone blockers, and then the hormone blockers do a good job of delaying puberty until the 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 kids ready to you know get the medication and take the puberty they want to take it seems like this is a really effective way of limiting suicide rates depressiveness and other negative mental characteristics associated with trans people whose va identities aren't validated or trans people who have to go through the wrong puberty before getting on the right one so those are the benefits that 95% of the people who go through this process end up having an overwhelmingly positive transition experience compared to the alternative. Are you done? Well, yeah, that's it's a fairly complicated layout, but yeah. Okay. Well, let me let me counter that if if I will. Um you you are the gender that you are, the sets whatever in your cells biologically in your cells you, it's not your hormones it's not the junk you got you are the the gender the sex whatever in your feet bosh in your cells are you sure you know how sex yeah. works your genetics yeah i do know how genetics work you do you yeah. like do you think like like scientists have like a skin cell and they're like this is a boy cell kind of yeah oh bosh. oh yeah. that's uh news to me um, that's, you know, that's not how that works, right? No, it is how it works. Oh. You are, you, you are the gender where, let's just say gender for the sake of, you know, I'm, I'm tired of doing the whole sex gender thing. Let's just say gender. Okay. Okay. You are the, they, they're you two are different the things. It's not that complicated. 
Uh, if it's not that complicated, then why is everybody arguing about it? Sex Bob? is biological. Well, and well, because of people like you, but sex is biological and gender <laughs> is the social okay. sort of surrounding element. All right, I'll, I'll play you little games, okay? Sets, okay? You are the sets that you are in every fiber of your being. Okay, you're replacing you're replacing your cellular anatomy with stuff that isn't naturally forming. Okay, and it's just it's just a weird perversion of nature, Vosh. It just really is. It really is. So, and people how, need to cope. How is like, this a say, weird perversion? Say, okay. I feel like we backed off a few points here. Uh, first of all, your your sex is not in every cell in your body. There are some endocrinal processes that are wash with your um with with hormones depending on your sex and there are of course ways to find your chromosomes in your body but like your cells your skeleton your blood like it's not like every cell in your body oh, well, is you being like talk about skeleton. You want to talk about skeletons? How do you wash? think how do you think they sex skeletons and corpses that are dug up from battlefields? I mean, it's it's pretty obvious what a male skeleton and a female skeleton looks like. How? Yeah. What do you mean how? I mean, does, how? I mean, it's, it forms differently. Yeah. Wait. I mean, I'm not, I'm are no, the cells I'm no are the cells expert. different? I'm not a bone expert. Okay? Are the cells different? <clears throat> I suppose. Yeah. Sure. It's the same cells. <laughs> They're just shaped differently. They grow into slightly different shapes to accommodate the womb and the potential for childbirth. So you really believe that male men and women are just so interchangeable that that basically everybody is trans. What? When did I say that? Because, you know, we are the same species. You know, like men and women are both. We're both like the same species of human. Like we're not like that different. You know. It's it's not like we're two separate species that have to come together and procreate in some kind of you know bestial union. Um, yeah. It, so are you saying okay? When you examine a skeleton, are you saying that there is no difference between a male and a female skeleton? No, I just said there is a difference. I'm saying the difference isn't observed at a cellular level. Okay, sure. Let's let's toss out the whole cellular thing for your sake. Let's talk about skeletons. Okay, right. how are you going to change your skeleton through gender reassignment surgery? Easy. If you go on hormone blockers and then end up going with feminizing hormones, your skeleton will grow in a way which is more becoming of the hormone washes that your body is experiencing. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure you've got some scientific stuff to back that up. I'm sure you've got your... Your, your thesis is on it and all that There's nothing jazz. fundamental that makes you any different from a woman with your same DNA. You know that, right? Like, all you are is a difference in hormone washes in the womb. Your body responds to different stimuli. Red lights There's and green lights. But all, no, that really is it. The process, no, the processes yes. are complicated, but the end of the day, you're just hormone washes away and from having it, been a woman version of yourself. You're trying to simplify these complicated things. No, there is more to it than just your hormones, okay? I can't just go on hormones right now, or even when I was a kid, and suddenly, magically, because here's the thing. What, wait, what about true, when you were in the womb? If that were true, Vosh, then how come when a kid taking uh, a male kid taking hormones, why doesn't he grow up to be able to become pregnant? Because 
that's because it doesn't change everything. But it could have it, if you were flush with those. It doesn't change everything. What if you were flush with hormones in the everything, womb? Then it doesn't change everything. What if and you were? Wait, hold on. Wait, wait, wait. But I hold on. So one of the things I mean, that I noticed, one of the things, one of the things that I, one of the things that I notice when talking to people like you is that you keep <laughs> thinking you're getting dunks by repeating points that I've already acknowledged. I've said this before. Yeah, I'll say yeah, it again. Trans women, hold on. Just, like, I have already, I have okay. already said, I don't think you can change your sex. So you okay. making the argument now and laughing over the fact that I don't believe <laughs> hormones can literally change your sex is in conformity with the very first point that I made when we got on this subject. You're not even following what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, I am, Bosh. I'm well, then, well then why do you think that I'm was saying. a why do you think that was a dunk then because i already said i don't think you can change sex you can change sexual attributes your chromosomes seem to be what they are and of course sex isn't just chromosomes there's a huge range of bimodal distributions that sex is determined from you can change elements of it but broadly speaking when trans mm -hmm. women do what they do they go on hormones or bottom surgery or whatever they're not doing it because they think it'll make them able to be pregnant they're doing it because they want to do those things. And if a person would be happier in a female social role, being called a woman, she, her, etc., and would be happier with a rockin' set of tits and no penis, then why on why in God's name in this free country should we not afford them the opportunity to do so? Especially if it's so important to their mental health. I mean, here's the, okay, look, I'm, I mean, you can do whatever you want to do with your own body. I don't care. And you say, like, oh, I'm some kind of transphobe. I'm not afraid of trans people. Like, I mean, that's, for one thing, you don't even understand the etymology of what you're saying when you say transphobe. Because when you say phobe, you mean afraid. That's what phobe means, afraid. No, very few conservative people are afraid of trans people. They don't see trans people on the on the street and recoil. It's like, oh, my God, I'm so afraid of this person. They're just like, oh, what is this freak, you know? Normally, not, that no, might be the case, but I think that might actually be the case here. Wait, what's that now? What'd you say? Well, normally, I'd point out that you're either trolling me or betraying a very <laughs> poor understanding of etymology here. But in this case, I'd say that you actually do. I think you do fear <laughs> trans people a little bit because they're like kind of scary conceptually to you. That's why your best yeah. arguments so far have been intuitive. God I didn't mean, allow for this. It's not right. It's not natural. You're just, you think they kind of disrupt the natural order, you know? That doesn't scare me. Of course there's unnatural things, Vosh. Of course there's unnatural things. I'm not afraid of the unnatural. I'm just pointing out that it's unnatural. So I noticed That's that it. you didn't answer my, um, my question. If uh, the feminine or female social role better suits them, that's what they want, and they mm -hmm. want to have their body altered in these ways, uh, what's, mm -hmm. what, then what's wrong with that? There's not, nothing essentially wrong with it. I'm just pointing out that you're not, they're not really women or men. Once you, once you become trans, trans is what you are. You enter the trans category. A trans you woman. No, you're just trans. A trans really. woman. I mean, no. I mean, really, you're more, the, like, if, if, a, if a male becomes a transgender whatever. What makes then, a woman? Yeah, that's a trans male. You don't you don't make that leap to the other side. You really you're really more the gender the sets that you were, and then you become trans. So you know a trans a, man is a guy who was a man and he's trying desperately to become a woman, but really he's a trans man. Then what really. makes a uh, what makes a person a woman? 
the ability to carry your baby. Well, now, because then you're going to use the whole like, oh, menopause and stuff. That's right. So find something <laughs> essential that defines what a woman is that doesn't also include existing cisgender women who fit that category in some way or another. Uh, having periods. There are absolutely cis women who don't don't and have never had periods. What? What world are you living in? There are conditions what? that prevent that. Also, um, there are uh, hormonal conditions that prevent it. Um, menopausal women don't have it passed. There are people who have had injuries that prevent them from having it. I also know that some well, uh, injuries aren't naturally deficiencies. Oh, okay. I know that some deficiencies in um in nutrition can also prevent the development of periods. Also, by the way, anything that messes with the womb or utero lining has the potential to affect whether or not you have periods. But I'm sure you would still call those people a woman, so it can't be that. Hmm. I mean, you said it quite a lot there. I mean, I'm trying to bite down all so of that. What makes a woman? <clears throat> what makes I mean, what makes anything, Vosh? That's a great question. What does make anything? How do we define categories? <sighs> uh, you're going to go into your whole leftist uh, theoretical, oh, what is stuff? Nah, it's the female form. You the have to be able to breast. answer the questions. You, Wait, you hold on. Wait, what female form? I mean, there's form? a lot of things that make a woman, Bosh. There's Wait, a lot of things. What female form? The female form. What's the, the, archi the, female the archetypal form? female form? The archetype of a woman. Wait, what, is the, what does that mean? <laughs> You're basically just saying that like a woman is a person who looks like a woman. Like, give me a little bit more to work with here. What, what does that mean? What characteristics are we looking for? Looks like a, looks like a woman, acts like a woman, is a wait, woman. Hold, wait, hold on. Okay, so, so wait, essence, wait, one at a time. One at a time. Woman. Hold on. One at a time. Okay. So looks like a woman. There are plenty of trans women who look like cis women. Trust me. In fact, yeah, back when I was back yeah, you're in, right, with, yeah, with and without clothes. In fact, I, there was a model who I knew in my um, German <laughs> studies class back in community college who I became friends with. She ended up being a trans woman and she was <laughs> actually a semi-nude model. And um, the modeling agency didn't know that she was trans, I don't think. Or I don't think it wasn't the modeling agency. It was one of the outfits that she had modeled for because it didn't matter. I mean, she, she it, it had absolutely no bearing whatsoever on her perception um and as for acts like a woman trans women in my experience act quite a bit more performatively feminine than cis women do because they're trying to indicate to people around them how they'd like to be treated so if we're talking about looks like and acts like a woman then we're being fairly inclusive what excludes trans women what excludes trans women yeah um ha being having a womb and being able to become impregnated. Okay, well, wait, hold on. So we already know there are infertile cis women, and there are also cis women who are born without wombs. Okay. Would you say they're not women, or would you say that they magically get to become women? What about women who aren't born with XX chromosomes? Um, it's possible to be born with other chromosomal deficiencies that don't have any bearing on your appearance. You still look like a cis woman and can get pregnant. You just have a different set of chromosomes. I'm not arguing the existence of hermaphrodites, Vosh. And in my, in, I would say that, yeah, a lot of, uh, how about the true trans is hermaphrodites, but you really, would, because you kind of have both. You wouldn't that's, know. That's real trans. You wouldn't well, know no. that woman wasn't cis. Or you wouldn't know there was anything not XX about that woman. But this woman might not have a womb, so how is that woman a woman, but then a trans woman isn't a woman? 
It seems like our definitions are very arbitrary and shift depending on whatever's most convenient to us. I mean, a horse is a horse, of course, Bosh. I mean, women... Ah, God. They teach you that in philosophy class? I think we'll need a little <laughs> bit more. <laughs> uh, I can tell that you have definitely just spent a lot of time arguing with a lot of different people about this. Well, and, you know, I'm not, I'm not conceding defeat on that. I'm just, that's more out of respect for you. I mean, are you really... You really bring it, Vosh. I'll give, I'll give you that. Well, I disagree, but you bring it. I appreciate that, and it is my job. I try. But we need to go a little bit deeper than this, because it really does seem like your understanding of what a woman is is just kind of a loose, correlative, emergent mismatch of biological characteristics that you associate with women. But I'd be willing to bet that you're lying about that, too, because you don't know whether the women you pass on the street have wombs. You have no idea. I mean, you know only if you've seen that woman pregnant. And past that, you are guessing. And frankly, you don't even know if they have vaginas. You can tuck with a penis, and uh, unless you're preposterously hung, that's visually indistinguishable. I feel like you're willing to call a lot of people by she, her pronouns, just kind of getting a vibe check off of them. So maybe your understanding of woman is more of a kind of intuitive demarcation between what you think men and women are. But if it's intuitive... That's no better a position to argue from than my intuition for what a woman is. It's no better a position than any argument, really, because it's self-justifying. It's just what you feel to be the case. Is nothing, is nothing sacred to you, Vash? Is there no sacred aspect that a woman can be 100% a whole, complete woman and not have any male aspects to her? What is a woman with no male aspects? What if she's courageous? I mean, I don't mean like in a behavioral sense. I mean in a biological sense. Well, I mean, she has a square jaw. I mean, there are plenty of beautiful women with very square jaws, which is considered a masculine trait. Okay. Well, okay. Was, was your mom trans, Bosch? My, my mom was not trans. Okay. Why? <laughs> I don't. I don't that, that's like asking me why I was born white. I don't know, because that's what she was. You don't know. I mean, okay. Well, I don't. Sure. Well, I, why why was your mom I don't not know well, I don't know what why is it not raining today? I have, I don't I don't know how would I even get the information necessary know. to arrive at a conclusion here Why was your dad not trans why was your dad not your mom and why was your mom not your dad I don't know what point you're trying to make These are, these make are unanswerable questions are you asking me are you saying like the only reason I was born is because both my parents were cis Yeah for okay. sure Sure, but <laughs> yes, what, is that, what does that have I'm to do with the definition that. of a woman? Uh, all right, I'm, I'm getting away from the whole like, definition of a woman thing. Well, if you want to call that, that a gotcha, sure. Well, that, but that's important. You need to have a definition for a woman if you're going to say trans women aren't women. Otherwise, it just seems kind of spiteful. I mean, there's nothing spiteful about it. <clears throat> okay, let me, I'm going to try to grapple with this here. What is... <sighs> What is the definition of a woman? How do you define a woman? Maybe the better question would be, what should the definition of a woman be? Because we choose what our definitions are. Like, there's no well, God. I'm not given. here to argue shoulds. I'm here to argue what is. Okay, I'm not, I'm not into the shoulds. Well, gosh. if that's the case, then I've already won. The majority of no. Americans regard trans women as women, and political and medical organizations agree with me. If we're going by the normative definition, then this argument is already lost on your end. So we have to, I'm sorry, if you're going by the descriptive argument that it's lost. I'll ask you again. Why was your mom not trans? I, I, I don't, 
I understand that trans women don't have wombs. I just don't understand what that has to do with the definition of womanhood. Trans women don't have wombs. Okay. Okay. So, so women have wombs. Some women have wombs. I, I don't think no, there's no, anything no, that all, all women have wombs. I don't think there's no. anything that all women are or all women have. You know, I don't think all there guys have. There have to be. There's, it's called immutable characteristics. It's like yeah. I don't, I, mean, I don't believe in immutable characteristics when it comes to social categories. You don't believe in immutable characteristics. I do. I do believe in immutable characteristics. Wash, I believe that there are some things that just cannot be changed. Well, I mean, you can believe that metaphysically if you want, but when it comes to the definition of a woman, we have to find something that works here because the biological prescriptivism isn't working. You don't use it in your day-to-day -day life because, again, you don't know who has wombs and who doesn't. And it's also not defensible because there are cisgender women born without wombs. Okay, or what makes someone not trans? Um, you mean what makes a person cis? Sure, yeah. Uh, identifying as the gender that is associated with their sex at birth. Kind of a rough, kind of a rough definition. But... Cis, cisgender people identify as cis? Yeah, well, you no, identify as a... You identify as a man. You are cis. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Sure. So it's a product of your self identification. So, you, so your mom was cis. I assume so. I there's some. <laughs> I'd need some logistics explained to me otherwise. But yeah, that's right. Okay. Well, there you go. Well, that's another thing. Is trans people cannot reproduce, and that's a big issue. That's a big thing. Well, that has. But that has nothing to do with the definition of whether or not trans people are the gender they say they are. And they can't, I mean, the trans women can produce viable sperm and trans men can get pregnant. So they can't. Trans women can produce viable sperm. Yeah. Think, think about that, Vosh. Think about what you just said. Nothing about really that sentence. About nothing about that sentence is weird to me. I know that to you, it's, it's intuitively not weird. To you. <laughs> but because you're arguing from intuition, to you, it feels weird. But yes, no, I yeah. Am arguing from intuition. There yep, women, that's how I roll, there are women with period, uh, with with periods, mm -hmm. and there are women with penises. And I mean, sometimes you just know, and yes, yeah, the intuition. But well, that's yeah. not a great argument if it's just intuition. Yeah, only men produce sperm. How about that? Well, name 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 any woman ever that has produced sperm. Do you want me to like name trans women? I'm sure you know some trans women in public media. Do you know who Blair yeah, White is? I mean, I'm sure she has at some point. Blair White. I un Unless well, she lived no, no, a no, saintly no, 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 life no, no, no. of celibacy before transitioning, then I'm going to assume that, yes, at some point that did happen. Blair White is a dude, Vosh, but okay, that's transphobic to you, but yeah, trans Blair, trans White was, Blair White was born male. Do you understand the circle that. that we're running in right now where I keep asking you to define woman and then you realize you can't, so then you go back to... Well, women, women and men are different. Well, we and that, that's some well, verbal linguistic stuff. Well, I'm asking you, Vosh, name one woman ever who has produced sperm. And not a trans woman, a woman. Name a woman who mean, has produced sperm. What you're saying is a cis woman. Sure, yeah. Name a cis woman that has produced sperm. I don't know of any cis women who have produced you sperm. You don't know of any cis women that have produced sperm, Bosch, because cis women cannot produce sperm. Correct, but trans women can, and they're both women. No, no, not trans men can, because they were born men, and they're See, on their trans path. You keep running away from the circular definition that you're trying to argue in favor of, but again, <laughs> the fact 
that you <laughs> don't have a definition I'm for what I'm laughing at you, Jen Vosh. I'm sorry, but you just you don't okay. see how you're losing this. You just don't see it. I suppose I I'm don't. It, it must be because of my bad eyesight. You don't it have a definition be. for woman. It must woman. be your bad eyesight, Vosh. I'm but sorry. You, do you do you think it's maybe a little bit odd that you feel confident talking about this when? All I have to do is ask you a few questions about your basic, like, epistemic understanding of this definition, and you fall <laughs> apart. Like, that's kind of a foundational... Are you a religious man? Fun. We're having fun here, Vosh. This is, this is some good time. Well, right, because, well, because to you, it's like, um, it's like one of those, um, when the monkeys are given those toys with, like, the square peg and the square hole, you know? To you, it's fun because of the colors and the banging of the wood against the wood, you know? But there is a meaning to this puzzle, and there's an answer to it, and I want to help you arrive at it, if at all possible. You're, you're lecturing me on puzzles. That's which. Okay. So You don't know who you're talking to. Do, here, you, believe in, okay. do you believe in God? Yes, do you think, I do. Do you think morality is derived from God? <clears throat> no. Okay, sorry. I was going to go for an analogy there, but it's not applicable here. Fine, that's fine. Um, with with regards to this, let's try to construct a better definition for woman because yours doesn't seem to. Why hold do we up. have to define these things? What's what's with your fixation on definitions? It, definitions is that's the social construction aspect of it. I'm not interested in the social constructs, Vosh. Well, that's I'm not. Well, that's I'm not interested in definitions. I'm. Well, that's the thing. Okay. <laughs> I don't care either. That's why I'm a gender abolitionist. I want to eradicate the concept altogether. Your you phony eradicate gender. Your That's pretense it. of not caring is nothing in the face of me actually not caring. I'm well, like you know a why giant. That is. You know why you want to eradicate gender? It's because you're an atheist and you want to smack God in the face. You want to deny the cosmic circumstances of your existence and you want to forge your own weird path. Let's but say, okay. yeah, I'm a radical humanist. So <laughs> when it comes to... Um, Isn't it... Sorry, I don't mean to touch you off. Go ahead. Go ahead. Well, we, so we have to construct these definitions because we need to give meaning to the categories we assign people to. See, right now, trans women want to be a part of a category. I'd say they already are part of it. Womanhood. Uh, and you're saying no, they shouldn't. They're not. So, but, okay, exactly. Agree, right. agree on that. You're saying sure. that they're not or shouldn't be. So what we're arguing right now is the essential moral foundations of whether or not some definition should or should not include something. This is a normative argument we're making, and it's fundamentally definitional. So we might as well get to defining what it is to be a woman. And since your definition is, by your admission, not especially consistent, why don't we think of other ones that are perfectly consistent and therefore give us a better understanding of the world? Let, let's do that. Why not? Let's go for it, Vosh. Let, yeah. let's, let's define the world. Let's go for it. So what should the definition achieve? It doesn't have to achieve anything because the world is what it is. We don't have to define it. Well, <laughs> no, wait, no. We construct definitions. The world is shapeless and nameless until we came about. We give name to things for our understanding. For example, what you call men and women, this isn't a binary scientifically it's bimodal there are people on the spectrum between man and woman where we draw the line is arbitrary it's a social convention that we have to defend because it gives us utility so when it comes to what we should define as man or a woman my argument is this we should settle on the definition that gives us the most utility or the most human happiness whatever makes society the best possible and for me 
it seems like you could get a lot of social benefit from, you know, treating gender like a thing trans women belong to. It makes trans women a hell of a lot happier, and it doesn't hurt anyone else. And the ends justify the means of being weird, perverse, fucking with your own biology. So these are, again, arguments of intuition, but for me, since I'm a consequentialist, yeah, the ends do justify the means. If it ends up procuring a... If it ends oh, up no, procuring a better not. world, then why not do it? If it makes people happier, why not do it? Because what about the, the, the bloodshed and the fucking all the shit along the way that what? reach your ends Wait, that, what, you know, has to happen? What bloodshed what in calling trans women women? What, who's, what, where's the war? The suicide, Bosh. That's the bloodshed. The suicide. But they're less <laughs> likely to commit suicide when you treat them like the gender they identify as. If you'd nah, like... That's bullshit. Uh, do, you not... want me, do you want me to provide you some data? Actually, research was found <laughs> that if a trans youth has a parent who uh, treats them well and recognizes them as the gender they identify as, their likelihood of suicidality decreases to one-seventeenth of what it was before. Not by one-seventeenth, to one-seventeenth. So parental support and being treated well and being treated as the gender you identify as makes it very unlikely that we have any suicidality at all. In fact, when we have the perfect case trans person, this is a person who has social support from their family and friends and who undergoes puberty blockers so they don't experience a male puberty and then transitions, this person mentally is in about the same ballpark as a cisgender woman of the same age. So like, wow, with proper treatment, you can take a group of people who are suffering and you can give them a wonderful life that they can live fully and do whatever the fuck they want, you know? Uh, I don't really believe that, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> I can't argue with you not believing in it. I mean, you're saying that trans people... Okay. I mean, if you got the data, quote-unquote, sure. I mean, I still think trans people are pretty damn suicidal, if you ask me. Well, what I mean, do you and, think and makes them suicidal? This gets back to what I asked you before earlier, too, is what about the kid who has the botched <coughs> youth or whatever when he's, um, his parents push him into this gender, and then he comes to find out he doesn't want to be that gender or she, whatever, and then they kill themselves. What about those suicides, Bosh? What, what, what were they pushed into <coughs> that they then regretted? Be, like becoming the gender that they don't identify with later on in life. So this would have had to be, not only would they had to have passed extensive and years-long psychiatric review, but they would have had themselves years to contemplate this. Uh, you can, I mean, if you want to, you can make like a nightmare scenario where they're being gaslit by their entire family, but I could make that same argument for literally anything on earth. I mean, I could make that for gastric bypass surgery. Like, what if, uh, what if every morning at 3 a.m. the parents sneak into the bedroom and bang dishes together to try to give the kid heart palpitations so that they can gaslight the kid into thinking they need a new aortal valve? I mean, you can, if, if you want to go down this road, you could say, like, literally anything is the parents gaslighting them. But okay, okay, sure. So, I mean, have, have, are you saying no kid has ever, well, you know, teen whatever, has that never killed themselves because they were pushed into this gender identity bullshit that they come to find out that they didn't want. I, of, the that, billions, never of the billions of humans who have lived, I can't say with confidence it's never happened. 
I can say though that what you just described well, has probably what, happened about one one hundred thousandth of the times that people have killed themselves because they weren't taken seriously. So but, it's justified. It's uh, j just because it only happens sometimes, and it's not you know th that's that's okay. Right. So and yes, okay. adopting a social policy which saves hundreds of thousands of people at the possible expense of several people is actually yes. Okay, that is how you determine social policies. It's not okay because, like I said, what about those 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 teens, those kids, few and far between? If you want to add, like, what about the kids, like common and everywhere, who would kill themselves under the society that you're trying to build? You're essentially saying, let's let hundreds of thousands commit suicide because I don't want a couple people to commit suicide. And I'm saying mm. I regret a couple people committing suicide, but if it saves hundreds of thousands of people, that's probably a better option. Like, so if, you so you believe that the ends justify the means, and that okay? I think I mean I think everyone believes. If you ask me, I think there's a real dilemma. So I, I think I'll, there's no winning because somebody is going to lose. Wait, the, so wait, which is which is lose. which is better? Hundreds of thousands of people committing suicide. Or a few, like a handful of people committing suicide. There Which, is no better in this situation, wait, Bosh, because okay. somebody's gonna lose. Wait. Okay, hold on. Um, are you like um are are you like a nihilist? I feel like the no, the, no. the entire structure of modern society is built around the idea that you you have choices about where to allocate resources and you should try to allocate them to places where the most good can be done, you know? No, it's about everybody being happy 100%. When have we ever achieved that? Well, it's the goal, isn't it? Well, then shouldn't we try to move towards that goal by helping the largest amount of people to the greatest extent possible? Like, isn't that as close as we can get to the goal, maximizing the positive distribution of resources? You've got me in this... In this ideological you're corner. literally and arguing I, I admit you got me in a corner well you're literally just... arguing that it's better to let hundreds of thousands of trans kids commit suicide than this ridiculous no... edge case hypothetical of parents grooming their children into years of gender dysphoria and then they commit suicide because of that detransitioning is not super common and when it does happen it's overwhelmingly because of two things a lack of money which it, it's expensive to transition medically and secondly uh, a lack of social support that trans people usually trans women get so disillusioned about their transition because their family and their friends have rejected them that they give up in the process go back in the closet and go run off somewhere else to live the rest of their life as a sort of in the closet trans person and those people kill themselves more than any other group of people well, I know this, Vosh. I know that there have been cases of suicides of botched gender reassignment surgery when they come into the doctors and they believe, oh, yeah, this doctor is going to magically turn my dick into a vagina or vice versa. And then it doesn't go like they planned. And it turns out you become this Frankenstein thing downstairs and it's permanent. And then they kill themselves because what the fuck are you going to do? I mean, I, I'm a, I go on Reddit. I've seen the stories of the personal, the personal stories of people who had the bad botched gender reassignment surgeries. And this gets back to the whole thing I've got to before: is that this gender reassignment stuff, the surgeries are not like 
is is truth science is like <sighs> so i so first of all there are cis people who kill themselves after getting um cosmetic surgery that they don't like much anyway i mean that's hardly unique to the trans experience there are plenty of people out there who get, kill uh, themselves for any reason if they're depressed enough yeah, I mean, well, who don't... knows what's going on in the mind of a suicidal person? Trans or not, we really can't put ourselves in our shoes and say that's why they kill themselves, unless they leave some kind of suicide note and explicitly say, yeah, I killed myself for this reason. But for the most of the time, suicidal people don't really leave a note or any type of like anything behind saying yeah this is why no i but... I, I i agree with that i and it is always a complicated and difficult uh process of understanding the underlying motivations all i'm saying is that we're, we should probably go with whatever social policies make the fewest possible people commit suicide right and we're by the way we're only talking about suicidality not about broader social acceptance which affects millions of people there are about six uh wait between three and six million trans people in the United States, some under the trans umbrella, just something like that. We're talking about like a really large number of people, more trans people than there are redheads here in the States. So this is a large group of people. And if we can massively improve life quality for all of them, I think that's something worth pursuing. And it's possible that in doing so, there are edge cases where there are negative externalities, but we have to weigh those negatives against the positive of the broader social well-being. And the math really seems to edge in my favor. Well, the math may edge in your favor, Vosh, but I am arguing for those edge cases because what about them? What about them, Vosh? Yeah, I'm arguing for a minority here, sure. <clears throat> but what about them? I mean, are you just, you're okay with that? You you think that you, you've calculated it all. You've calculated the math of it and you're like, okay, it's okay for, the, for these odd cases <clears throat> to happen. What about those odd cases? What is it about those edge cases that where it went wrong? And we need to examine that. We wow. need to examine why these things can go so wrong. Yeah, so here's, so here's what we can do, okay? <laughs> First of all, one of the best ways that we can avoid stuff like that from happening is through uh, um, hormone blockers because they give a years-long buffer in between feeling like you might be trans and actually committing to medical transition. The process of going on hormone blockers gives you a really long window of time that you can back out, therefore making uh, errant or uh, un poorly reasoned medical decisions less likely. Additionally, what you should do is validate non-binary identities. See, a lot of people, a lot, well, hold on. Okay. If you're worried about people who may transition irresponsibly, then what you should do is try to normalize the social acceptance of people who have non-cisgender identities, but which isn't always correlated with uh, biologically related surgery. So this is something you actually enable. Your definition of womanhood involves biological characteristics that trans women have to medically transition to meet meet some of them at least, but my definition of womanhood doesn't include that. Maybe what you're doing right now is pushing for more people to irresponsibly transition because they know they'll never get she heard in public by people like you unless they look as close to a cisgender woman as possible. Whereas if you were willing to she her a person who maybe had uh, more masculine characteristics but had a pronoun tag on or something, they wouldn't feel the need to move on over biologically. You can make life more accepting for those people, and maybe then there will be fewer instances of people impetuously transitioning. Does that make sense?
I mean, you could say it makes sense. I mean, I'd say there's another aspect to it too that <clears throat> you're arguing that, yeah, this is good for trans people, right? But is it good for the human race? Because we're having a we have a reproduction crisis. I mean, birth rates are steadily declining all across the world. And I believe there's a correlation with that between the whole trans phenomenon of of recent and low birth rates and people not reproducing. So yeah, it's good for trans people, but it's really bad for straight people. And if you want to call that transphobic, I mean, I guess you can make that leap. Well, I think, <clears throat> but, I, I mean, I think we've only got so much room on the planet. We probably should taper our populations off at some point. Oh God. And now we're getting into the whole like, population thing well wait yeah we can't always forever increase our population we have a finite amount of space until we start colonizing the solar system right i mean we can't yeah well we definitely need, need to start colonizing the social it looks like our populations are rounding off isn't that a good thing i mean we don't want overpopulation that would lead to a lot of really 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 bad outcomes that's, that's like saying we only have so much food so we need to keep us, our population down to a certain extent so that way everybody can eat and everybody else we have to kill off. That's what you're saying. Wait, well, we're, wait, we're not wait, we're not killing off anybody here. We're just talking about the natural economic and social processes of industrialization tapering off birth rates. We don't need to kill anyone off. But yes, actually, nature does regulate the population of animals by the available food supply. Now, because we're very smart and we can genetically modify crops, we can produce enough food for the whole planet, even with an overpopulated, you know, like world. Uh, but we only have so much physical space, so we probably should be respectful of that, right? No, we need to expand outward. Is like I hate the idea of to, to where the moon. Yeah, it's this outer space. Yeah, we need to expand. Yeah, well, so you're you're arguing that we should not expand and that we should just like live within our means and live with what we got. And try to make the best of it. I, I don't settle in that regard. But we, we're getting off the trans topic debate, and I know you don't. You want probably want to stick to that. No, no, but. I don't. No, I just we look when when we have moon bases, we can populate those moon bases. But right now, we've just got Earth. We're probably not going to have major habitable settlements on other celestial bodies for centuries. And I do not want to spend centuries in wretched overpopulation just so that we have a few extra people to send over on transport ships when the time finally arrives. Right? I mean. Like, what's wrong with birth rates going down? It's happening what's all over. What's wrong with or... birth rates going down? Are you serious, Vosh? What's wrong with birth rates going down? Yeah, I am bad. serious. <laughs> I mean, it's like the abortion thing. Like, what's wrong? Yeah, there's a lot wrong with it. What, because what, like, what, what's what? the whole point of life then? What's the whole point of life if not to create more life? I mean, that's not a very life-affirming sentiment that we have to live in, in, within these means. It's not very life you can, you can the, the replacement rate for America is 2.1 children per couple. You can have two kids. That, is okay. that not producing more life? Are you like Mormon? Do you want like 17 children? I mean, kind of. I mean, you know, I'm, I'm, not, I'm no polygamist, but you know. Well, I'm not advocating yeah. <laughs> for laws to prevent you from having more kids, but you were saying, you were saying it's a problem that the general uh birth rate is going down which has nothing to do with trans people it, it's yeah so we're, we're off the trans let's get back onto the trans topic debate we diverted from that and i don't want to be like all over the place here 
Yeah, let's get back on the trans topic. I mean, we've pretty much talked it out. I mean, we've 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 reached the impasse here. I mean, I really don't see us coming coming finding any kind of agreement on it. And you know, that is one reason I wanted to talk about the trans topic is because this is the wedge issue, Bosh, the trans thing. Like so many polit like this is the biggest issue that is dividing America today is the trans issue. I'd say more than race relations. I say the trans issue is really dividing people because people are so dead set on one side or the other. But would you agree with that? Yeah. Well, I would agree that it's a very, very disproportionately divisive topic. It's just the left isn't the one doing this, you know? The right is the one that pushes for these anti-trans bathroom bills, that pushes for their ban from the military, that gets them removed from Medicare protections or from, like, medical... Um, uh, civil rights protection boards, you know, they're the ones pushing to remove the civil rights of trans people. We're just trying to uh, keep them on equal footing, which um, it seems to me like a lot of conservative people are just terrified of trans people and trans people pose no threat to anyone, anywhere. They're the we're most afraid. harmless. Huh? You think we're afraid. We're not afraid. We're, we're laughing, Vosh. We're laughing. If you were at laughing, that, you... It's so absurd. Vosh. If you were laughing, you wouldn't be pushing to remove the civil rights. It's not just laughing. It's... We're not pushing to remove the civil well, rights. Then what about removing them from the military? What about the trans bathroom bills? What about the I've fact already, that they don't have... I've already established that... You can do whatever you want with your own body. Okay? Why are conservatives trying to prevent that from being the case? Oh, well, why are they? Uh, well, one, well, I'm, I'm guessing it's... I am a radical centrist, okay? I want to put that across here. I'm, not, I'm no conservative. I'm, okay. I'm right down the middle on well, a lot of things. Okay? Maybe it's not fear. My belief, personally, is that conservatism doesn't offer the average American that much, so the best thing they can do is to keep their voters terrified of minority groups. Now, I don't think conservatives are literally afraid of like a trans woman walking down the street. What I think they're afraid of is transgenderism, trans ideology coming after their children, a fear you've reflected by providing me this hypothetical of parents grooming their children into believing they're actually trans over years of medical analysis, you know? If we're so, so afraid of transgenderism, why are we laughing at it? I mean, you don't. You typically don't laugh at things that you're afraid of. Typically, you're afraid of that stuff. I mean, unless you make that willful decision to just like, hey, I'm gonna laugh at this even though I'm afraid of it. We're laughing. I mean, you've seen the video of the the it's ma'am guy, right? What does this have to do with what I'm talking about? <laughs> because it's so damn funny. The, so the the thing that conservatives laugh at is the video. The thing they fear is their sons turning into that. That's the thing they fear. And you can see that, by the way, in conservative forums. They laugh at trans people. They're terrified of their children turning into them. So the fear isn't so much about the trans people. It's about the ideology. And again, it's completely made up. Trans people and trans ideology don't pose any threat to anyone in this country. And trans isn't even an ideology. They're just people who are trans. There are certain threats. I'm I'm willing to concede a, a certain a certain bit of this to you. I really am. But there are some threats to transphobia because I mean, if you want to look at the China threat, you know, if you're talking about like trans people in the military, trans people in the military are not very threatening, Vosh. They're not very formidable. Well, I mean, you don't holding, really see a lot of trans warriors out there. Well, you know what I mean? They're holding they're holding guns, which. 
um, actually is very threatening, no matter the identity. It's of not people. the guns. It's the people behind the guns and their warrior mentality that makes them strong and formidable. Like, yeah, anybody can hold a gun. but that, can't, Well, that's what you need to do to be strong and formidable. That's what kills the people. <clears throat> but look, you have what's... I mean, how many transgender people are in China right now? China is a huge threat. And they're laughing at us because we have all this transgender stuff going on and it's weakening our society. This is a fear you're describing doing... right now, by the way. Yeah, there is a fear. I am definitely afraid of the of the Chinese so threat. How do, how do trans I'm people... Transgender okay, stuff. China's... I'm afraid. China. China's also racist. When um when big uh, when bl big when big Not blockbuster all. when blockbuster studios market their movies in China, they play down the black characters in the posters. So China's well, also China's also laughing at us for having black people. Should we uh, uncuck ourselves by banning <laughs> black people from the military? What are you going to let Chinese political sensibilities dictate the military readiness of my country? You fucking to, cuck. What? Because Chinese people are reactionary. Extent. You're going to. What? Who we cares what Chinese people f fucking believe is or is not because acceptable? Because they're going to fucking take us over. And then you're not going to have any trans people anymore. And then you're not going to have any. How are any they going to take us over? Wait, hold, first of all, China's not going to do any boots on the ground invasion on us. Okay. Second of you all. You really think that? You they, really think they're not they're planning to Why would they ever do that? Why would they ever do that? They own our debt and we buy their products. If the United States dollar collapses, so does their economy. They're never going to do it. And second of all, also, we're the strongest country on earth. Our military blows theirs out of the waters any day of the week. There's no chance. No chance. Pride cometh before the fall, Vosh. You think we're so strong now, and that's the that's the assumption. Oh, America's so strong. We have to stay strong. We don't there, just we're just there's strong by default. A better chance of Mexico invading us than China. And second of all, how does the presence of trans people make our military any weaker. The Pentagon already investigated the presence of trans people in the military and decided there was nothing wrong with it. It makes us weaker, Vosh. It, it, the appearance. I'm sorry, Joint Chiefs of Staff Neat Sauce. Um, can you explain to me the reasoning which supersedes the investigation of the most advanced and well-funded military uh, tribunal on Earth? I mean... Is it, you you really think China is not like laughing and not intimidated at all by the trans American military? America didn't let black people into their military. Do black people hurt our military readiness, or were we bigoted? No, black people can be tough as tough okay, as nails. Okay, so right? so we were bigoted and we kept a minority group out of the military for for no reason. It had nothing to do with our military readiness, right? Sure. Okay, yeah. so China is bigoted, and they keep a group of people out of their military because they are bigoted, and we didn't, and now we do again. But the Pentagon investigated the presence of trans people in the military, and they did so not... So no winning, because we're weak. Um, because How America are we weak? We're the strongest country on Earth. It is weakening weak us. How? Wait, how? How? You can't keep saying that. You have because... to indicate it. <laughs> I didn't know. I'm glad that President Trump phoned you instead of talking to the Joint Chiefs of Staff and the hundreds and the thousands of people that work for them who investigated this. Like, why? How does it make anything weaker? It's because you think of trans people as weak. But your feelings on this matter should not affect our military I do, readiness. I do think, think there's a weakness there. It's in this case, this is literally an example of that your is my fear. Intuition. 
yeah. making our country more, military more militarily weak. The experts weighed in on it and decided they're a minority group that don't compromise our military readiness. But the fear of conservative people kept us from allowing this group of people to serve their country. Therefore, so you, really, you really believe in the trans battalion that's just going to go and just hit some ass. You really have, believe in that. We don't have trans battalions any more than we have <laughs> Italian battalions. We have trans people in the military. And yes, according to the Pentagon, they served admirably. Okay. Sure. Well, cool. wait, like, again, this is intuition again, man. What do you, like, where are you getting your information from? God? Who am I supposed to trust and what affects the U.S. military more? You or the Pentagon? Do you think the Pentagon is full of woke gender studies professors? Yes. The, all of our generals are woke. Yeah, they are woke, Vash. All right. 100%. It looks like we really are winning, aren't we? <laughs> Uh, oh, are you guys winning? Yeah, you guys are winning. I would one hundred percent. Yeah, isn't it a little you bit guys, weird that a you guys don't understand too? Y'all always aren't the underdogs in your minds, but yeah, you guys are winning this culture war, and that's why I'm. I try to go so hard to counter this shit because yeah, you guys are winning. You're infecting the minds of the world with your woke shit, and it's not very. It's not very becoming, in my opinion. Well, I, would... I, I, I guess I'm just more concerned with the data and evidence than what you find becoming. Isn't it funny that I'm a lefty and I'm the one trying to defend the concept of American <laughs> military readiness? I mean... That is very ironic, Vosh. Vosh, that is very ironic. Because that's, that's, that's one case of the left. The left is very pro-establishment lately. It's funny that I'm the guy who's like anti-establishment here. What, uh, isn't what establishments are you anti? Huh, I'm against. Oh God, what a step! Every establishment, Vosh. I'm the fucking most anti-establishment person ever. I, I mentioned in your chat earlier, fuck the government and fuck corporations, because you were talking well, about like free speech thing. Well, what do you want to do about it? I, I mean, TRS. I get it. Fuck them and all, but like, what do you want to do about that though? I don't have an answer for that. That's one. That's one crux of my argument is that. I don't have an answer, but I know that there is an answer, but I don't have an answer for it. We need something better than government. We need something better than corporations. We need to think outside the box to find real solutions. And I'm not trying to play some gotcha here. I'm not trying to be right. I'm trying to find genuine solutions. What about uh, democratic corporations that are controlled by are the people? No. Co-ops don't work, Vosh. They don't work. Well, if, gover if governments corporations and governmentally run corporations don't work. I have to admit, you are starting to run me out through. Are you like a Anprim? Do you want like radically decentralized uh, social organization? Mm. There's no right answers because everything is fucked up. <laughs> like there's no, there's no, I've, I've examined the political compass so deeply and there's no right answers. Nothing is good. And that's why I'm a radical centrist, quote unquote. Because, I mean, I hate the fucking, I, I hate them all. I hate all of these freaking isms out there. And I do believe that there's something better. And I, I, I claim it as centrism or anti-centrism, whichever way you want to put it. But I'm, I'm for outside the box thinking. I think we need to invent shit. And I think we need to come up with something that will just break the mold. And something that will just radically transform society for the better. Science. But, I do believe it's positive science. But you don't want to break down the uh, the gender binary. Very anti-establishment, 
very pro-innovation, pro-radical thinking. There but, are Afghans. You know, uh, women are women and men are men, right? Yeah, because that's that's nature. That's God. That's how we were born. And I question it too. The only thing that I'm like, you know, I question a lot of things about the world, Vash. I'm always debating with myself, and I guess with you now, I'm always debating what is right. Should we be pro-nature or should we be anti-nature? And I don't really have a, a genuine answer. I really uh, don't. Well, I, uh, I hope that if you ever... Um have a heart attack or cancer or anything else like that, that whatever doctor you get sent to doesn't share your philosophy on the immorality of altering God's design. Because uh, I, for <clears> one, am, I'm, I'm pretty in favor of all the cool, wacky stuff that we've, uh, we've learned how to do to ourselves. I would like to raise one more topic with you, Vash, before we go. Real quick meme. We're already 20 minutes past what I expected to close. Oh, I'm sorry. I just want to talk about the free speech free speech thing. Sure, I love free speech. You love free speech, really? Yeah. So, so you believe in, you know, no hate speech whatsoever, right? Yeah, I don't like hate speech laws. So, so you're not pro-free speech? Okay, I mean, you can just admit you're not pro-free speech. I mean, I earned a little bit of respect for you when wait. you said, like, you know, you wish you to say, re, you know, retard wait, and wait. the F slur, quote-unquote. I earned a little of respect for you. Wait, did you that. mishear me? I'm not in favor of, of, of hate speech laws. You're not in favor of hate speech laws? Really? Really, no, Vosh? That is correct. Well, my man. Okay. Why? Um, I think there's a degree of arbitrariness in their application that I've seen in the countries that have had those laws that I'm not necessarily comfortable with. I also don't think they really address the heart of bigotry or push society in a more progressive direction. It just seems like it's another way of getting bigots to be a little bit more covert about their behavior, um, and it might actually lead to a lot of social backlash by um, galvanizing conservative media reactions every time somebody gets hit with those laws. Okay. I'm okay with hate crime laws. Uh, hate speech laws, no. Well, Vash, I mean, I, I got nothing against that, buddy. I really don't. I mean, in fact, I would go as far as to say I 100% agree with you because I believe that with, that tyrants love cracking down on free speech and that there's nothing worse for a tyrant than free speech. I mean, would you agree with that? Sure. I mean, it depends on the kind of speech, right? Sometimes um, tyrants can get behind certain invocations of free speech and you know, mm -hmm. the free speech of the brown shirts uh, 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 or the Nazi party back before Hitler took power was something that he took advantage of. So, so you're okay with the N-word, people saying the N-word. You're okay with that? Well, I don't think it's a good thing to do. I don't think it should be a crime, though. You don't think it should be a crime? Should it be a social crime? Um, it really depends on context. I mean, if you're black, I guess most people have generally accepted that it's okay. And, yeah. Yeah. If you're, if you look, and if you're white and you're singing along to a rap song and you're in the shower and nobody can hear you, then that's between you and God, okay? That is not a very leftist take of you. I mean, I'm surprised. I, I just, I, I'm very I, surprised, Bosh. Look, that's, that's because you don't, that's because you're not around a lot of leftists, white leftists when they're in the shower singing along to rap. Um, no, I, um, no, in, in all seriousness, I think that the left is the most pro free speech sort of element. Um, in the in American political discourse today, because the right I is only me. really in favor of free speech as long as it allows them to sort of passively shut down on the free speech of other people, you know. 
Yeah, I do. I mean, here's one thing too. Cancel culture, I would agree that the left and the right both engage into the cancel culture tactics. That's another reason I'm a centrist. And, you know, because I've I've seen the conservatives bitch and moan about their, uh, you know, same deal that the leftists typically would argue, you know, bitch and moan about, right? Yeah, I don't know if I can necessarily disagree with that. It seems to be a pretty ubiquitous phenomenon. Lord knows it's been named my way plenty of times. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, I'm not trying to take too much of your time here, Vosh. No, I've appreciated um, the conversation. It's okay. okay. We'll we'll make you trans one day. <laughs> one day, one day, Vosh. You'll make me super trans. I'll tell you that. I'm gonna be I'm gonna be giga trans. I'll tell you that much. Oh sh- oh fuck. Oh wow. Oh yeah. That'd be great. <laughs> I uh oh. I appreciate you coming on. You have a good one, okay? You too, Vosh. Thank you. Peace.